there's enough music coming out. And if you want to discover new music, you want to discover new artists, you have to go to streaming because radio is not going to do that for you. They're not willing to. And that's the problem. That leads me to my next story. Music streaming is stalling. So from media research, they said that music streaming services have continued to add your subscribers. So more people are flocking to streaming. We already know that for television, for videos, for, you know, movies and, and all of that. Obviously, we're seeing that. But when it comes to music, it's grown by 11 million paying users from January to September to 117.9 million active subscribers of music streaming services of which I am one billboard reports though, that the number of total streams has remained the same. And so for the past four months and counting audio music streams have averaged 17.5 billion streams a week. It's a lot, but up slightly from the early March pre pandemic peak, but before the lockdown cut music listening down by 13% to a low of 15 billion streams, consumers stopped commuting and obsess over the news and then there was a rebound up to 15% by the end of June, but it has plateaued. Now, for streaming services, they say this is good news. For the past few years, they have been pouring money in the podcast, which cost them less. Streaming companies don't have to share as much revenue on podcasts, a growing number of which they own, as they do on streams of music, most of which they don't. But for record labels, publishers, songwriters, and artists, this may be the calm before the storm. In the short term, the lack of growth, at least, in the number of streams won't impact the industry's streaming revenue. If subscribers are added and consumption stays flat, rights holders will just make more per stream because they're going to make more off the ones that buy and are paid as the ones that are free. A move towards podcasts, though, could cost rights holders leverage in licensing negotiations. And here's the other thing, too. Think about this. 55,000 new tracks are being uploaded onto streaming services every day. 55,000. How is it possible that radio does not have enough songs to play? There are so many songs that don't ever make it. You know, that of course, they just got to pick the cream of the crop. They should just be taking more newer songs and just get rid of the old format. It's done. It wasn't like this before, but it was controlled and contrived because the corporate giants decided to make it so. Now, there's a number of factors as to why this could be going on. So here's what they say. Label sources point to the previous year where cyclical trends in the release schedule led to finite periods of flatness. There's always things like the presidential election that also got people to, you know, wean away from listening to music or holidays. Other forces are putting permanent pressure on streaming volume. There's gaming. So video games is hurting right now. And that consulting from uh, IDG Consulting, they're reporting that there's an increased average of gameplay hours per user across the board. So they're not necessarily listening to music at home. They're playing video games at home more often than not. So they go into some of the, what the, some of the gaming that does that. But again, it's an interesting story. That's a take on some people's music. The music industry needs to, if they're not going to have live music right away, which we already know it's going to be delayed, the music industry, and for those of you that are musicians or in the music industry itself, this is all cause for concern. This is why I talk about this. There needs to be an understanding here that 
music and radio should be in a good harmony. It's I mean again, you know when the music's coming out. There should be a better relationship between music and radio and not this payola that's going on, especially when the independent publishers don't even have a chance to get cut in. There was a reason we learned about new artists and discovered new artists. But as we've learned, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, they're the ones that are going to try to control where we or YouTube, they're going to be the ones that have been and are going to continue to help us discover new artists. Because the artist discovery, maybe it's not so much from, I mean, somewhat sometimes on Spotify because they can procure lists that'll introduce us to new artists. But to other than that, I mean, it's going to be, it's always word of mouth. It's always the kind of attention that people will get. And then what happens is we will get drawn to certain music that will all of a sudden be somewhere in our purview where TikTok has done that for us. Well, so many times this year, because if a song is the number one song this year, it's going to come with an accompanying challenge on TikTok. We've seen that. Or it's going to have a very compelling music video that's going to stand out too. If you look at the number ones we had this year, again, Blinding Lights for a long time, definitely had that. Rockstar definitely had a different video, but also just had a challenge over the summer that was just over the top. And Savage by Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce, same thing. You just see that across the board. Savage Love, Jason Derulo. That song doesn't make it up to the number one spot if it's not for that. But then also there are the rare occasions where songs can make it up to the top. But again, one of the most biggest breakthroughs of the year is, you know, the, the resurgence of BTS. They had one of the biggest songs of the year in Dynamite. Yeah, the number one song in other places. But in the USA... I talked about it a few months ago. Why there's such an audience that radio could go ahead and attach themselves because their BTS is a boy band that is quite prominent. Blackpink the same way. Why contemporary hit radio doesn't want to go ahead and get behind these guys and play their songs? I don't know. You could be playing Life Goes On and Dynamite right now. And if you're just playing those songs every couple of hours, you're going to get some people listening in. Some of your younger listeners, you're going to bring that younger listenership back up because they know those songs are going to be constantly there and they don't have to go ahead and tune in and like play around with their streaming service to go ahead and find the songs and play it over and over. And somebody gets to be an actual DJ and play songs that people want to hear. Wow, what a concept. I don't know. They don't want to do that yet, I guess. I don't know. That's what people want to go with, I guess. Oh, well. <laughs> 